I thought about how I want to share my story throughout this podcast so you can kind of get to know me a bit. And instead of just having an entire episode on my story or something like that, I thought I would just weave in pieces as we go here and there and then tie it in with lessons that I've learned or that I'm learning right now in the hopes that if I could help teach or inspire one person, I will be so happy. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. So today I'm going to share with you about my back and the journey because it's quite the journey. And then I'm going to go into things that have helped me along this journey that maybe might help you if you're dealing with an injury or some pain or problems with your health. I want to take you back a little bit. And if you don't know me at all, I'm just going to summarize for now and fast forward to the point in my 30s where I never really worked out. I wasn't into working out only until after I had kids. (laughs) And then I was like, hmm. Well, I gained 45 pounds and somehow it's not coming off. I better do something. So that's when I started to work out. So again, we're going to fast forward to about just two years ago. I had been consistently working out after our first daughter was born for almost 16 years by then and loving it, just loving being into fitness and working out and how it made me feel. And then just sharing it with others because I really did. I really felt so good. After just two years ago, after I was working out, I I was noticing I would have this pain in my back after my workout. And I'm like, wow, you know, what did I do? What did I do today that made it so sore? And I would think, and I, I, I don't think I did anything different then it just kind of kept happening. And I remember thinking like, I don't know, it seems like it's just getting worse and worse. And then similar time frame, like right before I was noticing this, my dad was actually having a lot of pain in his back and found out he had like a, a small crack in his spine, which was really causing a lot of his pain. So then I started to say, gosh, you know, maybe something's wrong. You know, maybe I have something going on. I went to the doctor, got x-rays, and sure enough, I had something called spondylolisthesis, which is really your vertebrae. One kind of slips over the other. And so I remember even when I worked out feeling like this click, 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 click feeling when I would do some exercises. And it didn't hurt at the time, but I think that might've been something that was causing some of the pain. So I went and I started the journey. (laughs) I actually tried PT. And I actually, before that, I remember even trying acupuncture because I had all this pain in my back that didn't do it. So that's when I went to the doctor, got the x-ray, found this out. Then I started PT and he did say, it's not bad. They called it a stage one, grade one, whatever it is. It wasn't like you're a candidate for surgery, so you know, try PT. 
So I did that. I didn't want surgery, that's for sure. So I tried PT and that wasn't working. And then I was like, okay, maybe I need to go easier on my workouts. And it was just this journey that it was like the pain never went away. And it just kept escalating. I really started to feel this ripple effect from, you know, you don't work out as much because you're like, well, if I work out, then I'm going to feel so much pain and then I won't be able to do, you know, whatever it is that was in that day. And then the less you work out, then you notice you have maybe less energy. And then I would lose muscle or lose weight. And then the mind things that, you know, working out does so much for your mind and makes you feel good. And so I was at a point where I would measure my days in how much pain I would be in. So like, oh, well, if I did bad, if I planted all my flowers, I just won't have any energy and I'll have, I'll be in so much pain and won't be able to do anything else. It just got to a point of, of ridiculousness. I tried everything. I remember my husband was so good. He kept pushing for answers. He kept pushing and finding, you know, a PM&R doctor and we would try injections and we tried nerve ablations and different injections and none of that was working. Oh my gosh, we would try everything. We tried having an electrical stimulator implanted. So I'd had this box coming out of my spine. I had a little thing inserted in the back. That was just really irritating. Anyway, so finally, this was over this course of this past couple of years, it was just almost to a point where there's nothing left but surgery. So we found a surgeon, and this was maybe last summer, and then come to find out, (laughs) he said, yes, you need a spinal fusion. And just coming around to that acceptance of getting surgery, I don't know if you've, I've never had surgery. I don't know if you've had surgery, but that was like a really hard thing to kind of embrace that, okay, now I'm going to be looking at spinal surgery. That was in and of itself tough for me. But then we found out that wasn't the right surgeon because he didn't take our insurance. And oh my gosh, so many things. So finally, it literally was in November, I saw this new surgeon. He said I wasn't a candidate for surgery. I was like, what? I think I was just at such this bottom feeling like I have no other options. He said, okay, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we get a new MRI and x-rays and then we'll reevaluate it. So I got a new MRI and I got new x-rays in the next couple days after that and then went back to see him. And I was telling him the x-rays are gonna show something. I know it because I I really wanted to show like if I bent forward or backward, there's a lot of stuff going on and there's nothing else that could cause this much pain. It has to be that. There's nothing else that was different. Anyway, he saw it a lot more on the x-rays. He said, okay, you're right. I think I do see a a lot more of the slippage and we scheduled surgery. We scheduled it for December 1st. Okay. I think the mindset prep (laughs) that you have to go go through to get ready for surgery. At least for me, it was hard. I'm like, okay, you have to wash with this special soap and your skin feels like it's going to burn off because you're like so dry. You're like, <laughs> and then you have, oh God, just, just to get prepared. And so we go and we're waiting and they prep me for surgery and get me all set up. I had IVs and I had all these things and I was waiting. We're like, my husband's like, what is the deal? Why aren't we going in there yet? And we're waiting, waiting. The doctor comes in and they said, Something is wrong with the backup generator, and we're not sure if we're going to be able to do the surgery today. (laughs) Holy bananas, what are you talking about? 
Then fast forward another couple hours, he comes back and he says, we have to cancel. There is no way we're going to get this fixed. And I can't start surgery late in the afternoon because it's a three hour surgery. Okay, you guys, that was hard. That was like a mental, I don't know, roller coaster. So we had to go home and he said, I promise I will reschedule this for you. Thank goodness we got it rescheduled for the next week, basically. All over again, do the prep, blah, 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 blah. So that was a big process. I, I, I can't even tell you, like, I think I don't even remember what it was like to not have pain. I was just to the point where like, I just need to have this surgery over with and done. Had the surgery. I was on all the medication that they told me to be on. And those eight or nine days after were brutal. I thought I'd get like all this stuff done. I thought I'd be walking around. No, 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 no. I was like, wow, I I feel like the surgery pain is going away after a few weeks. But the pain that I used to have was still there. I can't even tell you like the feeling that makes you feel so frustrating, right? Not until a month later was I able to see him post-op. And then I was able to ask him, look, I I think I'm done with the surgery pain, but I still have that same pain and it's just getting me so down. Why? Why is this happening? It wasn't until then where I understood it. He said, look, you have screws in your spine. We worked on that inside of your spinal canal. We did all these things. It's, of course, you're not going to feel good right now. It's a three-month process just for your muscles to heal. And then, you know, six months to really where you're going to start to feel any different. And you're going to start PT now and all of these things. So I am still in the process, you guys. I am still healing I still wake up and have pain, but here's the deal. At least after I met with him that month after surgery, I felt better. I felt like, okay, my expectations were so off. My expectations of after how it was after surgery, my expectations of how I'd feel weeks after surgery, it was just so different. It's back to the expectation word. If you if you listen to the unstuck episode, I talked about expectations. It really messes with you. It'll probably be where I'll share another part of this journey with you because I'm still in it. But I want to share with you now what really helped me in this past couple of years because it it really affected me. And I want to share what things helped while I was going through it. I think the first one is if you're having pain or if you've had an injury and you're super frustrated about getting past that, if you could have someone in your corner helping you and push through to get answers. That is so significant. I remember just my husband would not let up. And sometimes you just feel like giving up, right? You just feel like, oh, forget it. This is nothing is working. It's just not, it's not going to happen, right? You, You get to that point. If someone is just working and doing more research for you or doing the calls or pushing you to get the different appointments, that's huge. And my husband was just wonderful about it. I appreciate that so much. I think that goes a long way. Another thing is to do your own research and really look at your issue. Keep reading to see if other things might be able to help. I mean, we we looked at so many different procedures. We looked at people's different stories to see just maybe something will give you an idea of something you can try. Which brings me to some less tangible things that I really needed. And one is I needed to start that mindset shift every day. I needed to get rid of expectations or adjust them. And it's so important to know what those expectations are after surgery or as you're healing or whatever whatever health, health issue you have. 
and to focus on that silver lining of things or what you're grateful for, the good in your life, the hope that you have or the hope that it will improve anything, anything to shift your mindset. That has been my daily thing right now. And if you're feeling down about your pain and it is something that happens, it's okay. Tell yourself it's okay and not to feel bad about it. And this is something I have to tell myself a lot. Process it and know that tomorrow might be a better day. For me, when I'm feeling like this, I gravitate to things that make me laugh or smile. And usually it's about funny dog videos or those heartwarming stories that you see from like the good news movement or upworthy Instagram accounts. Those things get you out of your own self. You know, it just causes you to think about others and, and other beautiful things that are just inspirational. And one more thing I could say is being able to just text a friend, call a friend, thinking about others, that really helps just kind of drag you out of it. And then there's one more thing. If you think about the bigger picture, and here's what I really want to be careful about when I say this. I I know that there are so many people in the world that have really big health problems, right? They're fighting cancer or other mysterious and complex diseases. And my heart goes out to those people and to whoever is listening. If you're in those situations, my heart goes out to you. I can't imagine. And I can only really pray for those that I hear or read about or who ask for support and healing vibes. But going back to the point of that bigger picture, I see that I have so much to be grateful for. And I always say, in reality, Holly, this is not that awful. You're going to get through it. And that really helps me adjust and then move on with my day. So maybe you're dealing with something, maybe you're in pain or had an injury or if you've had multiple surgeries, which... Oh my gosh, I have to share this. If you don't know about Amy Purdy, P-U-R-D-Y, you have to look her up and read about her and her story. I'm sure you've heard of her. She's just amazing. She speaks all over the world, inspires so many people. But if you don't know about her, at 19, she contracted meningitis. She lost both legs below the knee and both her kidneys. Her dad actually had to give her one of her kidneys. She lost her hearing in one of her ears. After all of that, she woke up after her amputations and she said, when am I going to snowboard again? And the doctor goes, oh, honey, you're not going to snowboard. I mean, the story is so amazing. She went on to snowboard and won Olympic gold medals and just have this most amazing life. And even after all of these years, just a couple of years ago, she had more complications and had to have 10 surgeries and two more amputations on one of her legs just in this past three years. Just go, go follow her. She is incredible, incredible person, just wonderful. I tell people about her. I tell our teenagers about her just because it really just puts it all into perspective. She is helping and inspiring so many people on this on this earth, really. I want to wrap it up and I just want to leave you with an action item and a quote because I, I really like to do that. So the action is if you are struggling, if you could relate to this in some way, if you're in pain or going through a health issue of your own, Maybe you could use something I said today that may might make your journey a little less dark, or maybe you could see it differently. I don't know. If you do, and it, it's starting to make a difference, I'd love to know. If you want to send it to me in a DM or send me a voicemail on my website, just totally do that. I would love it. I would love to to know and know that you're not alone because I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'm going to end it with a quote from Amy Purdy, who we just talked about. And she gives us this reminder. If you're struggling in one aspect of your life, that doesn't mean you can't thrive in another. 
It's so good. So it just brought me to tears for some reason. So thank you. Thank you for listening and letting me share my journey with you and being vulnerable. It means the world that you spent time with me today and I can't wait to do it again soon. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.